I am Ustaz Mizi Wahid. You're now listening to The Breakthrough with Mizi Wahid, a podcast that will help you in finding and knowing yourself. An exclusive podcast only on Audio Plus. Hello everyone, Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome to another episode on Audio Plus with me, Mizi Wahid. The Breakthrough with Mizi Wahid and today we are in episode number two um, and the topic that I will be discussing today is about belonging, a sense of belonging. A common question that um, we may have asked ourselves without even realizing is uh, us wondering about where we belong in this world, where we belong in society, where we belong in, even in terms of um, the group of friends that we often hang out with, uh, where we belong in the organization we work for, where we belong in our family even. Okay, so this is um, a common question that we may have wondered before, but we never quite noticed or realized that it was a conscious thing that we thought about. Um, for example, you know, I think when we were younger, uh, go back to the days when we were 12, 13, I believe those were the years where we were extremely conscious about uh, wanting to have a sense of belonging somewhere. And this is when friends started to find cliques, uh, people who they can hang with, people who they find a connection with, um, people who share the same interests, but sometimes they just end up being with a group of friends who would accept them, even if those friends did things that went against their values, their beliefs, their principles, but their desire for wanting to belong somewhere was stronger than the fact that maybe these friends were doing some, you know, acts like you know, was skipping school. But you know what? I want to belong somewhere, even though it goes against what my parents taught me. It goes against my own personal values, um, but they did it anyway. Friends who started smoking, started taking drugs. You know, even to that extent, you just wanted to be around people and not feel left out, and not feel like you are weird being alone okay so this is a very strong need i believe that a lot of us human beings have and we need to address this because i think there are some adults even today who are still searching still looking to find a place or find a friend, or find a group of people where they finally can be themselves. So this question of where do I belong, I want to just answer in the most grandest uh, way that I can first. What I mean by that is, when we ask ourselves, where do I belong, um, we need to remember the fact that we are all ultimately the creations of God. And so in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, A'udhu bil shaitanir rajim Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon Sadaqallahu al-Azim which means um, Verily, from Allah we came and to Him will be our eventual return. So, if you want to get a sense of where did I come from? We came from Allah. Where am I headed to? 
we're going back to Allah. So if you ask the question of where do I belong today in this world, it has to have something to do with God still in the picture. It can't be that, oh, I'm from Him and I'm going to return to Him, but in this world, I'm completely detached from Him. You know, there's no association. Uh, I don't feel like I need to do anything for Him, towards Him, nothing. You know, I don't need to do anything. I don't need to hope from Him. I don't need to pray to Him. I think that is going to pose a big problem because then it would give us a sense of disconnect. While we are trying to find connection, we are cutting off ties from our ultimate creator. And so it needs to be revisited. You know, We need to talk about where we are uh, before we can answer the question of you know, where we belong. Okay? So you may have heard the term uh, or the saying, your vibe attracts your tribe. Your vibe attracts your tribe. I recently wrote a book called um, Soulmates, The Quest for Meaningful Relationships. That's my fourth and latest book. And in that book, I spoke about this because I think soulmates is beyond the concept that many people in the public space tends to understand. When somebody thinks of soulmate, they only can only imagine one person that they are in a romantic relationship with, like your spouse, for example. And this person is my soulmate. I believe that even though that is true, um, soulmates can go beyond that. You know, a group of really, really close-knit friends, you can call them your soulmates too because they vibe with you different in a better way, in a much stronger way, you know. So this is where uh, it's important for us to, you know, be able to open up our minds to accept that sometimes your sense of belonging does not need to be to one particular individual. It could be a group of people. It could be a group of friends. It could be your colleagues. It could be some people who you volunteer with for a specific cause because you share the same level of passion towards finding a solution to that problem or helping to uplift the society in a certain way or eradicating poverty or something along those lines, right? So you could actually... Um, you know, end up being in one of those places and feel really, really good. You know, a sense of belonging is often related to a sense of meaning. And so if you find that certain relationships are more meaningful than others, so this is where you feel like, okay, I think I belong here. You may not fully understand or maybe things don't make sense at the moment, but at some point, eventually, you're going to see, hey, you know what? I think this is where I truly belong. Going back to the example I mentioned earlier about the times when we were a teenager, when we were extremely self-conscious and we fear being seen as the weirdo with no friends. So we just end up, you know, being around certain people. And you may, if you're lucky, you could have vibed with some friends who maybe were as open and as, as expressive um, uh, regarding the things that they enjoyed and so you said hey you know what I thought it was weird to talk about liking those things for example <laughs> you like listening to a certain kind of music and all of your guy friends I remember when I was um, around those times you know the boy bands were particularly popular but you don't talk to your other guy friends that you liked boy bands they look at you weird like you need to learn to you need to listen to something that's heavy metal and rock you know music and alternative rock was popular back then too um, and so if somebody just suddenly said and 
they, they, they listened to some of those kind of songs and you felt comfortable. You felt like, hey, you know what? I can, I can hang with this guy, you know, because I think this person enjoys something that I enjoy too. So I don't need to pretend to be someone I'm not and he doesn't need to pretend to be someone he's not. We're just comfortable being ourselves. Isn't that cool, right? And so now when you go back to the day that you are in right now as an adult, as a professional, um, do you still have trouble being yourself? I know that we need to be smart in our relationships with people as in there are some professional relationships that you just perhaps can't be yourself fully in that kind of a setting a very professional setting um, of course there are some places that are more laid back but you know you, you need to just know your place and know the right time to decide when you can actually lower down your guard and just be yourself you know um and I think that's what's missing in a lot of people's lives. The reason why they're always wondering, like, where do I belong? Is because everywhere they go, they have to put on a mask. And it's, it's, it's tiring to always pretend to like something that you don't really like. Just because if I tell them I don't like this, I'm going to lose some friends. If I tell these friends that I don't like to gossip, they're going to not want to, you know, go out with me for lunch anymore during work work days you know like there is always this fear linked to the risk of losing friends and missing out on uh, you know being with people or being invited to events and parties and things like that so you always want to feel like hey that person is getting married I want to be invited so I guess I need to just be okay hanging out with these people I think there's, there are many nuances to this and these nuances, you get better at identifying, you know, when I need to behave a certain way. Um, it, it gets better over time. You need to just allow yourself to um, explore different types of relationships, professional setting, you know, family relationships, friendships outside of work, you know. And all of these types of relationships, they are different and they require a special kind of attention, okay? Um, and what I want to emphasize right now is regardless of what those relationships are and how you choose to um, be a part of those groups, always remember one thing. Do not um, compromise on your own needs too because you need to feel important and you need to feel special and you need to feel valued and you need to feel appreciated and you need to be able to feel like you can be yourself most uh, most importantly okay and to me that is the greatest feeling of all the greatest sense of belonging that you can find it's so precious that it's not something people talk about because they probably don't have it too and majority of people don't have this today um, I think if there's one thing that you can try to tweak when it comes to the interpersonal relationships you have with the people around you is to try to be a bit braver and bolder when it comes to opening up and talking about yourself and talking about what you like, talking about what you enjoy, okay? Um, and 
and obviously this requires some form of socializing but i want to get to uh, one of the questions that i got here the question is i feel bad that i don't know how to socialize and carry on conversations well from that the thoughts of people being bored with me always haunts my mind i and and i end up thinking it's better to be alone well i think that's a valid um question to ask and i wouldn't be surprised if there are some listeners right now who can completely relate to that too um i i must admit i'm one of those people i'm i'm pretty awkward socially uh, many people don't think that i am just because i'm a public personality and you know i do all these events annually and i meet so many people but i don't think that's my most comfortable um position to be in you know when it's always like interacting with people and having long long conversations especially if if it's small talk i think what you're talking about here is small talk right when you socialize and you say that you don't know how to carry on a conversation i can completely understand that for me i can sit down for hours with someone if there is a topic of conversation that we both enjoy that we're both into that we're deeply engaged in that kind of meaningful conversations i love and i don't have issues but if it's like just sitting down and nothing much to talk about if it's just small talk empty talk oh man it it's it's painful for me and i don't know maybe it's painful for the person in front of me too you know so socializing does require lots of um, communication and expressing expressing yourself and it's a skill it's a skill to be learned it's a skill to be practiced uh whenever you wherever you are with um everyone you meet and your worldview and your life experience can differ you know from one person you talk to that person can say something like oh yeah i agree with you and another person might say oh sorry but i beg to differ my my views are different than yours the the key is to not only hang around with people who share the same views as you because i think that makes life kind of boring too hanging around with people with the same vibe does not mean that they always agree with everything because then you're you end up being in an echo chamber as they say where every everything you say and every view you have and every complaint you make they're always in agreement and that's not fun it gets boring after a while and that's the truth right So what I would rather suggest is why not be a good listener too because in all of the communication programs that I've been a part of and books that I've read they always say that communication is um listening too it's not just talking some I think one statistic said that it's 70% listening so 70% listening improves the quality of your communication so for the person asking this question and you worried because you don't know what else to say but actually it's more about how good are you at listening if you can improve your ability to be an attentive present listener to the person that is in front of you I believe that you're actually going to start to feel better about yourself and people are actually going to compliment you and say that hey you know what it was fun talking to you <laughs> you know and then you're like hmm am I a good communicator yes you are not because you said a lot but sometimes simply because you chose to not say as much and you know lend your ear because most people just want to be heard okay This is a common human need. Everybody wants to know that the person that you're talking to is is hearing what they're saying and what they're feeling 
Okay, sometimes it's beyond the words. And if you make them feel that way, they're going to feel special. And then suddenly there's a bond. And that is that perhaps that sense of belonging that you are searching for. Um, another question here is, I'm just not a good fit for the people around me. If I'm being expressive enough, would people hate me? Ah, that's another good one. Um, and I think this is basically the common fear. For people who are expressive but hold back, you know, the, the, the first question just now was somebody who's just socially awkward. They just don't know what to say. They don't know small talk, right? But this is the opposite. This person is more perhaps extroverted and it's quite comfortable talking to people and talking in general. But they have another fear that is holding them back. And that is the fear of being judged. Like, what if I say too much? And what if I express um, too liberally? And, and then people start seeing my flaws or people may judge me or they may make fun of me or they may mock me for the way I speak, the way I laugh, the way I talk. Um, and I think this is, again, a normal fear that as human beings we all have, which is why we are anxious at the idea of meeting new people. We are um, fearful at the thought that we need to speak in front of an audience, you know, like public speaking. It's always about why, what, if, what if people don't like me? What if after being myself, people don't like me? What if after expressing uh, what I don't enjoy, people might think that I'm too extreme? What if I um, oppose people in their thoughts, in their thinking? Would I become more disliked than before and then lose that sense of belonging to a group of friends? So these are all valid fears and concerns. But I guess this is also the time when you are able to filter, okay? There are two types of filters I want to talk about here. Number one is filtering what you say. Because I don't think just expressing yourself and being yourself means that there are no filters whatsoever. To me, even with the closest people, even with the people you love most, you still need to put on some kind of a filter, right? Um, I don't think there is a 100% thing. And it, it can potentially become dangerous and harmful. Think about it. Even if it's with um, someone really, 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 really close, you think that there's nothing I could say that put, could potentially hurt this person. I think that's not true. If you look at societies in general and people of different backgrounds, different races, different religions, like they can be best friends since young, but I'm sure there are a few topics that they avoid because... If they bring it up, it can become highly contentious and it can lead to um, a long argument. It can lead to them being very badly hurt by what is being said. So number one, you know, I think how you can maneuver around it is to actually filter um, what you say. The second type of filter is actually filtering the... Um, the, the kind of relationships because there are some relationships where you can be 90% open some relationships you can only be 50% open and be yourself you know and and I think again this is part of the nuances that I spoke about earlier because not everything is the same not everyone is the same not every group is the same not every um, conversation 
is the same the topic of conversation because some you can't have with certain people and so you bring it somewhere else okay um, I think there is this this need right for wanting to have a sense of belonging is so strong that sometimes we compromise on our own values and principles as I said in the opening earlier and that's the last thing we want because you don't want to be being with uh, you know hanging around with a group of people and then feel like you know you're not there or you're with a group of friends but you still feel lonely okay you always feel lonely in my third book you are loved one one of the things i put in the subtitle is feeling left out and that's one thing i think a lot of kids and a lot of teenagers um suffer with the most okay and if they felt the pain of being left out being abandoned by their friends their cousins their siblings they fear it a lot once they become an adult they don't want to have a repeat of that feeling anymore it's painful even today come on let's be real if you don't have too many friends and then you see people out there always hanging around with their friends always having a good time always going on holidays together always you know even when they're married they're hanging out with, the, with their friends still together with their kids their spouses and everything and you feel left out and you feel like you're not special like you're not important like there's something wrong with you i want to tell you right now that there's nothing wrong with you maybe this is the life that you chose and it was a life you chose for a reason so you need to go back to the reason why you were uncomfortable um, with spending too much time with other people, spending too much time with certain friends. It's weird because maybe, some, maybe we forgot. We forgot why we didn't like hanging out with those people 10 years ago. We left that friendship. Now we're just normal acquaintances who follow each other on social media. You see their updates, they see your updates. And for some reason, you feel sad that you don't belong in that group of friends anymore. I think what you need is a reminder as to why you chose to um, distance yourself, right? I don't think you cut off the relationship or else you won't be still be seeing each other online. But it's more of you feeling the need that it's okay for us to be friends but not close friends because the harm is perhaps greater than the good and the benefit. The harm today could be more of it harms you mentally, it harms you emotionally, you feel small, you feel um, unimportant, you feel like you're lacking something, which is why people are not there for you and with you as much as you would like them to. It's also the idea that having a lot of friends is a good thing or being with certain groups of people is a good thing you need to challenge and confront those ideas because maybe not all of them are true, okay? So when you um, spend a bit more time thinking about these things, hopefully you have a bit more clarity and then you become okay with your present situation. Last but not least, um, the Prophet ﷺ gave us several analogies when it comes to friendships and the people you hang out with. And this one analogy that is very popular was the one where he said about, you know, if you hang, hang around a person, I'm, giving, I'm paraphrasing and giving you the essence of what he said. 
if you hang around somebody who sells um, perfume, if you sit there with that person, even if you don't buy perfume at all, and then you left the shop an hour later perhaps, would you smell better? Would you smell nicer? Of course. And if you were to hang around someone who's a blacksmith, who's you know sitting around him and you see his face is covered black with with all the dirt and it's, it's very smoky you know when you leave what are you going to smell like pleasant or unpleasant surely an unpleasant smell so the prophet sallam is trying to tell us at the end of the day even if you want to feel a sense of belonging make sure it's with the right people you do not want to be influenced negatively. You do not want to compromise on your values and principles, especially your religious values and principles. You do not want to end up putting on a mask for the rest of your life. Whenever you're with certain people, you always have to pretend that you're somebody else or you're someone different or you're someone lesser or someone more. No, you just want to be as comfortable as you possibly can. All right? So that's all for today's episode. I hope this little sharing and my response to the two questions that were submitted is helpful um, to help you navigate through life in search of meaning, in search of a sense of belonging. Thank you once again for listening in to The Breakthrough with Mizi Wahid. Hope that it will help you in the journey of finding yourself. Always know that you are not alone in this wonderful journey. Thank you so much. If you think that this episode is beneficial, please share this around with your friends. Let them know that they can listen to us on Audio Plus app or Audio Plus at www.audioplus.audio. Thank you. Take care. Stay awesome. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Thank you for listening to The Breakthrough with Mizi Wahid. I hope that it will help you in your journey to finding yourself. Always remember that you are not alone in this wonderful journey. Listen to us on Audio Plus app or Audio Plus at www.audioplus.audio.